That's a good question. As a chronic kidney patient stage 3B, it hasn't got too much to do with me except for which foods are available. As a diabetic, I may have trouble getting insulin down the line. And I don't mean due to the price. But some of my readers on dialysis are having problems right now due to the supply chain. When I first heard the term supply chain, I took guesses as to what it might mean. Let me spare you from that. The phrase wasn't included in my favorite dictionary, the Merriam-Webster, so I turned to dictionary.com. Marketing a channel of distribution beginning with the supplier of materials or components, extending through a manufacturing process to the distributor and retailer, and ultimately to the consumer. In this case, the consumer is the dialysis patient with the retailer being the dialysis clinic. The distributor is probably the representative of the manufacturing company. The shortage I've been reading about is that of dialysate. But what is that? This time my favorite dictionary came through. The material that passes through the membrane in dialysis. As a non-dialysis CKD patient, my first question was what membrane? Luckily, the National Center for Biotechnology Institute, NCBI, explained simply. The blood and dialysis fluid are separated only by a thin wall, called a semipermeable membrane. This membrane allows particles that the body needs to get rid of to pass through it, but doesn't let important parts of the blood, for example blood cells, pass through. Okay now, back to our original quest to figure out how the supply chain is affecting dialysis patients. Take a look at these quotes on Coup, Houston, Texas, in late January of this year. Statement of Brad Puffer, spokesperson for Fresenius Medical Care North America. We recognize the critical need for these supplies for patients requiring dialysis treatment. Our delivery drivers and manufacturing employees have been impacted by the latest wave of COVID-19 which has resulted in regional delivery and supply challenges. This has occurred despite a high vaccination rate among our employees and strict safety procedures in place. We are committed to resolving this unprecedented situation and have gone to great lengths to deliver dialysis supplies, including bringing in volunteer employees from other parts of the company and National Guard members to supplement our workforce. Our company will continue to work tirelessly to resolve these issues in order to maintain high-quality patient care. Statement of Dr. Jeffrey Himes, Chief Medical Officer for Fresenius Kidney Care. In emergency situations, it is sometimes necessary to temporarily adjust the dialysis prescription to optimally utilize available resources. These decisions are made at the direction of our patients treating physicians with attention to the needs of each individual. We know from our previous experience in natural disasters that these changes can be made while still meeting the standards for adequate dialysis. Our patients' health and safety remain our top priority. So, it's not that there's a dearth of dialysate, but that COVID has caused a need for more and also knocked out many of the necessary workers. COVID is a pandemic, worldwide illness, which may become endemic, common illness. If dialysis patients' time on the machine that saves their lives is shortened, how safe will they be? My health.alberta.ca answers that question. If you don't get enough dialysis treatment, you may have extra fluid that stays in your body and causes swelling you'll see in your legs and arms. This is called fluid overload. Your blood also holds on to more of your body's waste products, making it more likely that you'll feel sick. Too much of your body's waste products in your blood is called uremia. Uremia and fluid overload can cause you to feel weak and tired all the time. Shortness of breath high blood pressure between dialysis treatments, blood pressure to go down or drop during dialysis, inflammation of the heart muscle, swelling, redness, soreness, higher risk for infection, problems with bleeding, poor appetite, nausea, and real weight loss, inability to tolerate exercise, 
a bitter taste in your mouth. Yellow skin. Itchy skin. These are not exactly unprecedented times since there was the pandemic of 1918, but dialysis was not invented until the 1940s, so that's not a lot of help. There are two types of dialysis. WebMD defines them. Hemodialysis, your blood is put through a filter outside your body, cleaned, and then returned to you. This is done either at a dialysis facility or at home. Peritoneal dialysis, your blood is cleaned inside your body. A special fluid is put into your abdomen to absorb waste from the blood that passes through small vessels in your abdominal cavity. The fluid is then drained away. This type of dialysis is typically done at home. Guess what cleans your blood? That's right, dialysate. Does this mean you're doomed if you're on dialysis? Is this a blog of gloom and doom? No, not at all. In late February of this year, ABC2 News in Baltimore shared the following. A Davida spokesperson wrote. Given the urgency of the situation, patients' physicians temporarily adjusted prescriptions as we concurrently notified patients, both in person and in writing. These adjustments ordered by our patients' physicians are backed by research and proven safe and effective. The National Kidney Foundation said treatments can safely be adjusted if patients are closely monitored. I would consider this approach as contingency management to avoid needing to go to crisis management, wrote Dr. Pavleski. Rest assured. You are being well taken care of. Until next week. Keep living your life.